This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Summer singing, always a blast. Cheesy intro, we'll get through it fast. Found a song by Beyonce. It's Beyonce, how dumb can you be? <laughs> Summer hits, our singing's a pits. But uh, oh, it's, it's bacon cell time. Wella, wella, wella. Uh. That's, that's it. Wow. Wait, that off. Joel wrote those lyrics, everyone. I was really hoping there was some finality there. No, no, it was just going to end right there. That was actually really good. Welcome to Big Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob, that Beyonce bit was good. Yeah, hey, thank I, you. Yeah, I you, felt like it was true to character. You get props for that, yeah. Uh, like, mispronouncing I, her name. And all I, I, I should say, I gave Kent those lyrics two minutes ago and said, sing falsetto in a girl voice. And I didn't even try. It was, it was close. Okay. I went a little feminine on that one. Yes, yes, I said that out loud. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening to our uh, di- deep dive into Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, Kent and I knew way too much about that movie, but some of you knew even more. Did they? S- Sam said that he was going to fact check us. L- listener Emeritus Sam said he was going to fact check us. I think his, feelings, it, Sam? Were, his feelings were a little hurt that Bring we didn't invite him to the show. They were a little bit. Oh, that's we, a shame. we love you, Sam. He's not the listener anymore. Sam, he's I, listener do, do you like Harry Potter? I don't even... <laughs> oh God, God, does though. he like Harry Potter? No. But then we also got some uh, fun suggestions from other people uh, about what we could do for the next time. Uh, one, Nicole in particular, she said, why don't you do something you don't know or haven't seen? Like, And she mentioned like Anne of Green Gables and Pride and Prejudice. And I'm like, those are like 18 hours long. But right. Maybe next time we do a deep dive. Oh my gosh, the British version, Pride and Prejudice. That would be interesting. No, it the wouldn't. long one. Yeah, dude, we watched that movie so many times. You Imagine have to realize a six-hour BBC well, masterpiece. And, <laughs> and if we do it down the road, if if we do it down the road, we may let the listener decide. But if the listener decides, here's the criteria: it needs to be family friendly so that everyone can watch it along with yeah. us. Yeah, it needs to be short enough where we can watch it multiple times in a short period of Not time. Not necessarily. And it can't annoy us. <laughs> <laughs> no promises there. No, honestly, it was almost it was almost some random like oddball comedy or like an old Adam Sandler movie or uh-huh. a click or something like that. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I have Kate Beckinsale's involved. Yeah, right. actually, Trimmers was the first choice. But anyway, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about today, is it? It's not. What are we J- talking about today, Jacob? Guys, we're doing, this is a different type of show. We've never done this exact thing before. Nothing even quite like politics. it, honestly. <laughs> it's time to talk We've politics. We've always teased it, but here we go. <laughs> we're going to bring, we're going to mix Beetlejuice with politics. Well, and, and I just feel like, uh, going. so a while back we talked about our winter show and it went over so well <laughs> that we decided we we're going to do a summer show. Yeah. So this what is our, the summer show. What are, what are our, <laughs> we're going to talk about our favorite weeks during summer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know? The perfect date. It's like That's the, perfect. yeah, yeah. This you know, second week of June. Actually, like week the of, last week of June. The See, last week of perfect June. Perfect time for slip and slides. End of <laughs> August. I like that kind of what it's See, Dolly it's a summer, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It's wow. the last week of May, obviously, because that's when it starts. That's when it's really exciting. Do you know what I hate? Fourth of July. No, Every you like year. that. You like that one. Okay, all right. <laughs> Dude, we're talking random banter. So <laughs> that's a lie. We're going to talk about summer songs from the last what fifty years? Yeah, almost sixty years. Sixty years. About about sixty years. So every summer, Billboard declares a summer hit, and that uh, they actually pick ten, the top yeah. ten for each year, and they came out with a list which we posted on Bacon Sale uh, on our Facebook page, and I believe Twitter and probably Instagram. Maybe. Probably. Probably. Um, yeah. But we posted their kind of list uh, for the teaser of all the different songs that were the top 10 for each year. And it's like over 600 songs. It's way too many. So we're going to talk about each and every one of them. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, what we did was we said, okay, how can we work this in? Because we want to talk about songs of summer and the feel yeah. of summer music. And well, thankfully, Billboard did that for us. They did because they declared a number one in each year. Yes. 
And then we took the number one from each year, and then we now had a list of 58 songs that we now had to pick from. Right. Which is still pretty serious. It's still a big one, but we're not going to sit there but and we're not even going to But we're not even going to talk about all 58. No. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to... We're not going to rank... Which is fun, right? We're, we, we're not we going to tier. Rank. No. And we're not going yeah, to do any them. of these things. So It's a bracket. From each... From can, they each fight, though, to, can they fight to the death? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Please. Yeah, you didn't get enough from the dad show. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no. So from each decade, what we're, I'm going to read off every number one hit from each year. And then you guys are going to tell us your favorite, yes. your least favorite, yes. and then a totally alternative choice of the song you liked well, and during that decade. Yes, because like we said, there were 600 songs. And so the alternative choice is kind of us looking at it and say, did Billboard get the number one right? Right. And Billboard is fact-based. Like they choose these songs based on radio airplay, sales data, and streaming activity. So it's all tracked by Nielsen, and they that's why they're n- the number one is the number one. So I guess we're saying, did the public get it right? It, it's funny, though, because like obviously we were raised in the like late 80s, early 90s and everything. And, and I think of summer songs for that time, and they weren't even on this list. Mm-mm. In fact, I'm like, this list is a bit dry because it doesn't have Len, for example. But the Len song, Still My Sunshine, probably came out in like February. Probably. Yeah, these yeah. are also summer songs, meaning they came out during the summer months. That's yeah. when they peaked like, like, the this. So Billboard has their factual data, but we're going to give our picks of what we find the best and the worst of the decade and then give an alternative pick. Does yeah. that make sense? Makes sense to me. I think uh, we're there. They, they probably don't know what's going on yet, but you guys will catch on oh, very by the quickly. Way, the alternative pick, do we explain that? It comes from one of the other 532 yeah, songs 10. that we didn't. Yeah. If all else fails, sometimes there's not quite a favorite, sometimes not quite a least favorite. Mm-hmm. We went with, uh, usually we lean towards most summary and yes. least summary. If we can't decide, we'll just go most summary. Yes. And yeah, Ken's not going to pick some random hipster song here. I promise Joel I would not go hipster on this It's going to be in the top 10 yes. li- of that year. Oh, nice. I hate this. Restraints. <laughs> so mainstream. So, are we ready to start? Let's yes. do it. So, the 60s, Jacob. What from, are the nominees? From the 60s, the nominees are I'm Sorry by Brenda Lee, Tossin' and Turnin' by Bobby Lewis, Roses Are Red by Bobby Vinton, Fingertips Part 2 by Little Stevie Wonder, Where Did Our Love Go? By the Supremes, <laughs> I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones, Wild Thing by the Trogs, Light My Fire, The Doors, This Guy's In Love With You by Herb Alpert, and In The Year 2525 by Zagger and Evans, also known as a terrible, terrible song that gives you a headache. <laughs> or it just makes you really sad. Oh, yeah, too. We also we also made a uh, Spotify playlist, so you can if you don't know what these songs are, we have them for you available to listen. Uh, look on our Facebook page and our Twitter oh, page. Yeah. We'll post the link there so you can actually listen to all these songs because we're not going to listen to them all. We're going to listen about our favorite and least favorite and alternative. It's, right? a good, it's a good playlist. And I wrote little notes next to every song as I was listening because of Joel's playlist. And, you know, for example, like I'm Sorry by Brenda Lee. I said it's a classic, but it's a real sleepy song. I just yeah, did. It really it's a summer is. Vibe. It's not summery. Yeah. Right. Or there's like tossing and turn. It feels quite summery. And by mm-hmm. the way, summery is like there. You could do control F on this document and find it 900 times. Yeah. Feels summery. Feels summerish. Yes. Uh, or like, uh, you know, there's like fingertips part two. There's a good harmonica solo from Mary Had a Little Lamb, but I didn't really find the song too distinct. I didn't really enjoy it. Little it's, a Stevie fun, Wonder's, it's a fun song. Little Stevie Wonder's work is different from Stevie Wonder's work, I've noticed. Yeah. Like when he grew up, he changed. Is Little Stevie like a dwarf version of Stevie? Is no, that what that means? the same guy. It's just he's younger. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> just, no. All right, so we're going to start with favorite on this one, right? Yes. Because I don't want to give all my notes, maybe just the ones that stand out, but my favorite summer song from the 60s is by the Rolling Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. You mean uh, this song right here, Kent? 
I can't, can't get no. So yes, this is my pick as well. A high five. High five. I hope that doesn't happen too often. But this this song is funny to me because I thought it was much more scandalous than it was. Mm-hmm. And then I read the lyrics and I'm like, he's talking about this guy on TV is talking about how white my shirt can be, but he doesn't smoke the same cigarettes as me. I can't get to satisfaction. It's about commercialism. It is. It is. <laughs> but Joel, also, this is the Rolling Stones. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, it's funny how it's like, oh, back in the day, it was like banned and only pirate radio stations could play it. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? But yeah. you listen to it now and you're like, that's, that's, it. that's really tame. So this was the Rolling Stones first number one hit in the US. Rolling Stone magazine gave it number two on the 500 greatest songs of all time. You did. And number it, two? Yeah, number it was be- two. beaten by Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. And it's now wow. in the Library of Congress. Yeah. So it's crazy that a pirate radio song became this epic well it really launched the rolling stones this is i was going to say this is what turned the rolling stones into some other band into superstars was mm-hmm. this song yeah and it's it's funny too <laughs> keith richards says he wrote the song in his sleep and recorded a rough version of it while he was still quote in his sleep what i think in his sleep may be code for something else i think we know because then he, he said he listened to the recording in the morning and there's about two minutes of acoustic guitar before you hear him drop the pick and then snore for the next 40 minutes that's kind of funny though but that's, he had this tune in his head in the middle of the night and popped up with bam, 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 so bam. classic. It is. And that whole, and there's, there's so many catchy parts of this song too. Like the, and I try, and I try. Yeah, it's, it's so hummable the whole time. You could just imagine driving in the car to this one, yelling it with your boys. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean? With your boys? In the Jeep. Right around your boys Jeep. In the Jeep. <laughs> in what are you doing on the weekends? Getting, getting <laughs> gas, having I've, a gas fight. I've got boys. Oh, a gas fight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Good pick, Kent. All right, let's right. hear the worst. Joel, I want to hear your least favorite song uh, of this decade. My least favorite is going to be uh, this one. Yes, I'm in love. This guy's in love with you by Herb Albert. Heard on many elevators and hold music. This is a lesser version of Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, which was also written by Hal, uh, David, and Burt Bacharach, who are the writers of this song. It, it just feels like it's not, it never quite goes anywhere. And yet it was so popular. Like this sleepy music was covered by Aretha Franklin. Can you quit talking? I'm trying to listen to the music. <laughs> trying to fall asleep. Uh, Brenda Lee, Sammy Davis Jr., Di- Diana Ross, Donnie Osmond, Harry Connick Jr., Fastball, Mer- Barry Manilow, Julio Iglesias, Regis Philbin, and Faith No More. It's really the Wait. Fastball version that I'm into, though. Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin. The crooner. He covered this. Uh. And everyone seems to really like it, but I just, I don't know. It just made me so tired. I couldn't, well, couldn't take that's it. That's a few of these songs. Like, I didn't like this song at all. I didn't like um, Roses Are Red, My Love by Bobby Vinton. I really Roses didn't like it. Roses Are Red, My Love. Exactly. Like, and, you know, we talked Violets like, Are Blue. And <laughs> in, in, so, like, in year 20, 25, 25, it's, it's kind of a fun song, but not memorable whatsoever. It creeps me out. Yeah, fun? really? I don't know why uh. that, that song, every time I hear it, I start getting that, that feeling in the pit of my stomach thinking about eternity, and it makes me sick. Oh, no. I don't like it. I don't like that song. But at the same time, it's if catchy. you can hide to the year In 25, the year 25. 25, 25. Joel, yeah. you made the right choice. This I guy's have... in love with you is the worst song. All I wrote Did next to it. Did we just match it, on the both All I wrote yeah, next to it was this is worst. Trouble. It's not trouble. We just, we're similar yeah, taste. Yeah. Well, you'll, well, I, you'll stop I wanna give, I got, I want to give respect to ones like uh, Light My Fire by The Doors. Come on, baby, light my fire. But it's not my favorite Doors song either. No, it's that's not mine I either. give it the win. What's your favorite Doors song? Oh, that's that's, I mean, whole, that's probably another show. Yeah, it's another show. When we do our door show, <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't see that one. Okay. Uh, and then next wild year's thing. Bracket. The thing about wild thing is, I think wild thing is a cool song. It's very summery though. But it, it is. But at the same time, 
in moderation. Like the no, listening to the is, whole song, I oh, get kind of yeah. like, yeah, no, yeah. The beat is cool, but it's so redundant. It is. Joel. For the pick for like the one that wasn't mentioned in the number ones, the it one didn't I, make the number one, but it's still in the top ten. But I, I think is well, I don't know if it's better, but I feel like gets the sixties more right. Is this? Oh man, yes, that plays to my heart, doesn't it? Was that in there? Yeah, that was in there. So, get around by the Beach Boys. What year was that? Nineteen sixty-four, and it was number fourth on the list. And so for the Beach Boys, this was their first number one song, and it's also in the Grammy Hall of Fame. So this is really where they so just... It is so 60s. It is so 60s. Yeah. Like, I love I Can't Get No Satisfaction, but I yeah. feel like it's ahead of its time. Like, it feels yeah. more like a 70s song. And it honestly could do well in any decade, but get a, or yeah, I Get Around by the Beach Boys is 60s. Oh, man. So yeah, what did you pick? I didn't pick that, and now I'm like, well, maybe I should have. But I'm still happy with my pick, because I feel like when it comes to summer songs, you can't get much better than this one. It's a good choice too. It is a good choice. The Wipeout by the Surfaris, which actually this was a B side of theirs. They had uh, Surfer Joe, which I've listened to, and it's it's terrible. Um, but they wanted that to be their big hit, and this was the B side. They needed just something in there, and this ended up being the big hit. And the Surfer Joe was kind of like, oh yeah, and they have this song too. But uh, man, summertime. What year was this? I should know that. <laughs> But it's on the list. It's on Somewhere. the list. It's in the 60s. I really should just... Uh, 1960. Yeah. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> but good choices. I feel like those get the 60s. I mean, look, Rolling Stones are great for their their decade. In fact, that's why they win for us. 1963. But those those surfing songs really capture the era. They really do. They and they're really very do. summery, too. Like, you, you hear that and you're like, I, I don't know. I'm not a surfer at all. Yeah. But yeah. I hear that and I'm just like, yeah. We do need to add that to the playlist. And it I is can, true. I can play that on the table, too. Ready? Yeah. Ready. That's going to go, re- go really well in the podcast. Not sure what you have stroke. What's happening? <laughs> I used to impress the ladies with that. It's got Tourette's. But let's go ahead to the 70s. All right. And the nominees are They Long to Be Close to You, The Carpenters. Why do birds suddenly appear? <laughs> How Can You Mend a Broken Heart by the Bee Gees? How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? It's a really fun one. That one's a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, Alone Again, Naturally, by Gilbert O'Sullivan. Alone Again, Naturally. Bad, Bad Leroy Brown by uh, Jim Croce. Bad, <clears throat> no, bad I said that wrong. Leroy Jim Brown. Croce? Yeah, Croce. Croce. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, so Probably. I said it. I, like, I say like, Crocky. Crocky. <laughs> Croce. I'll just go British. Yeah. Annie Song by John Denver. You light up my senses. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, one of these nights by the Eagles. Oh, how does that one go? One of these. I, I can't think of the tune right now. All right. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> All of like, Don't go breaking my heart. Elton John and uh, Kiki D. Don't go breaking my heart. I couldn't if I tried. We're doing the girl part again. <laughs> yeah, oh, great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hashtag keep going. Life. Okay. Keep going. <clears throat> I just want to be your everything by Andy Gibb. I just want to be your everything. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of those hard ones that I'm like, I remember it, but. I don't. Shadow dancing again, Andy Gibb. I'm your shadow dancer, <laughs> dancing for money. No, it's not right. It's private dancer by <laughs> Tina Turner. It's not it. Okay. Uh, bad and finally, bad girls. Bad, Donna Summer. Bad, bad, bad no, girls. No, that's, that's bad boys. <laughs> this is bad girls. Bad girls. Such a naughty bad girl. Good job. I should have said the years, honestly, huh? 
I mean, those are I in mean, order. We're going Hopefully order. they can, they can 70 count. 70 to 79. Yeah, 70 yeah. to 79 there. Okay, so that's the end of it. So once again, like we start the 70s with a really boring Carpenter song. But, oh, come on. But Boring, but that is a classic. It's a classic. It's great. They long but, to be. Like what part of that is like. to you. I got to mow the lawn. I'm going to go listen to my, my, whatever, my vinyl, my eight track player. Okay, but and listen to the Carpenters. Let's think about this though. Okay. Summer, uh, like you're out on a, a hammock, just sitting there watching the breeze in the trees. Yeah, and the yeah. it's too slow. It's too slow. No, that is a that is a that's fall. sipping like lemonade the, on a rocking chair. That's what yeah, the kids and the dog are playing in the yard, yeah. and that song's playing. I can see it. Boring and like the Bee Gees song. That is the well, most boring Bee Gees. Song. It is the most boring. And Andy Gibb, he's the brother. He was never in the Bee Gees. He's the brother of the Bee Gees. No of way. Robin Gibb and. Uh, Brother Gib, Gib. But here's the thing: he had two number one summer hits, seventy seven and seventy eight. Like, was this guy Justin Timberlake back in the day? But yet, I don't recognize either one of his songs. Neither. They're like they didn't have, they had no staying well, power. It's funny because one's weak, a really dull song, and one's like Funkalicious. You know? Yeah. Um, That's how I describe it. I'm going to go with my best first. Okay, go with your favorite. My best. I didn't think I'd actually pick this one, but listening to him again and again, this is easily my favorite. Ah, little Leroy Brown. Yeah. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Baddest man in the whole downtown. <laughs> yes. Thank you much for <laughs> editing that, Joel. Family friendly. It's so, it's so fun. Isn't it so much fun? Yeah. Like, And I feel like this one really captures the vibe of having fun. Yeah, like it, it's kind of strange. It's the song is about the dude gets like none beat. of these songs are really about having fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it's about thank you seventies. Really, this really intimidating man who goes to hit on someone's wife, and he gets in. No one likes this intimidating guy, and then the jealous husband beats him up. Yeah, that's the story, right? But I will say this: like the whole song sounds fun. It it's not quite seventies, maybe, but remember there is like you know, a singer-songwriter back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was kind of the thing. And Jim Croce is a great guitarist. And this was his last number one hit until he died in September that year. And it's ranked as the second biggest song of 1973. And this one's been covered by Frank Sinatra, Dolly Parton, Kim Carnes, among many others. Yes, that one's been done by a lot. And like, look, there are songs that are better here. Like, It I was really covered like, by Frank Sinatra? Yeah. After 1973? Uh, yeah. Yes. Huh. And, but I, there are songs I like, like Don't Go Breaking My Heart. The Eagle song is kind of a fun campfire song. Any song is great. But I feel like this is my favorite of these summer songs. All right. I, All think right. It's, I think it's a fine pick. I think it's a fun pick. But I don't know. This one just, when I listen to this song, it makes me happy. Okay. <laughs> it's a great I song. if I tried. Uh, this one, obviously, is Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Elton John and Kiki D, which I don't know Kiki D from anything else. I tried to listen to a couple of her stuff. I'm like, nah, I don't really know any of this. But this is weird because this is a single, but it was never released on an original album of Elton John. He never put it on an album. He put it on a compilation album later on called Duets, which I really like, actually. But like this, 30 years after the fact? Yeah. Wow. And I, I think it was just released as a single. That's all it was. But this was uh, this was his sixth number one single in the U.S., and it was on the Hot Billboard Hot 100 for four weeks. So good on him for doing that. But I need to confess something. Yes. I think the reason that this is my favorite is because Elton John performed it on The Muppet Show with Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah. It's not Kiki D? I'll, no. <laughs> it's a cool name, though. Uh, but a lot of these songs, and this is sad, a lot of these songs I learned because of the Chipmunks and the Muppets and those types of things, right, we like weren't obviously geared yet. towards kids. Sure. And so this one, well, this was one of those that I, I have this positive association with it. And I just had that kind of fun, bubbly feel so to Alvin it. Alvin and the Chipmunks gave you culture. A little bit. Yeah. 
Like the that. original Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, yeah. Wait, we're not talking the Squeakquel here. <laughs> Stop oh, that. No one's talking about <laughs> the Squeakquel. <laughs> Why'd you even make me say Squeakquel out loud? You've said it three times. Oh, Squeakquel. That was pretty great. All right, so we're moving on to our least favorite. Yeah, least favorite. Uh, you could probably guess where, like, the section it's going to come from, but it's this one. The 70s. Oh, this is I Just Want to Be Your Everything by Andy Gibb. Now, okay, I'm sorry, but Andy Gibb is the lesser Gibb brother. He's not Barry. He's not Robin. In fact, most of the time, it's Barry or Robin writing his music for him, but I guess he was the younger brother who didn't? Who couldn't get into the Bee Gees? He's the lesser Hemsworth. Yeah, kind of so. <laughs> but this song is just so sappy. I just want to read some of the lyrics here, okay? I just want to be your everything. Open up the heaven in your heart and let me let me be the things you are to me, and not some puppet on a string. Oh, if I stay here without you, darling, I will die. Sappy, You're way sappy and yeah. sleepy. I wasn't a fan of this one, so. Okay. I'm gonna yeah, suck. That's, that's actually a really terrible song. I wasn't a big fan of this decade. A apparently. lot of these are terrible. I went with this one. How dare you, sir? Oh, Jacob's going to be mad again, again, this one. Naturally. Before the show, we were talking about how this is like Jake's wedding song. No, this (laughs) is not the wedding song. It's the... Gilbert O'Sullivan is the guy, though. Gilbert O'Sullivan. So this one had... It's kind of strange because this one had six weeks at number one, but it wasn't consecutive weeks. Like it was number one, dropped to number 10, come back to one. So it did have staying power. And actually, this one actually made music history. And I'm saying this like I don't enjoy the song, but there was some fun facts here. Mm-hmm. Music history because Bismarcky sampled this song for one of his. And so Gilbert O'Sullivan mm-hmm. sued Bismarcky and that changed the whole industry. Because remember, that was leading up into the 90s when rap became everything was a sample. Right. Yeah. right. Oh, and man. So, There's so many samples right. on this list. And so because of this lawsuit, because Gilbert O'Sullivan won... Everyone that sampled had to get permission from the copyright owner. Wow. Whereas before they never did. Yeah. So there's something interesting. there, but I really don't enjoy the song. So well, this is it's actually a dark, it's a dark song. No, yeah. no, I've I've listened to a lot of Gilbert O'Sullivan, and this is the one I skip. Actually, this is one of my least yeah. favorites of his. Because I should probably what, listen to his other stuff. Because I want to your wedding. He actually has some good songs. Hmm. So you want to go listen to your wedding song? What's your wedding song again, Jacob? Don't worry about it. <laughs> he forgot again. Naturally. <laughs> okay, but I do want to go for my yeah. honorable mention. Yeah, what's your alternative? The your one alternative that's not pick. being mentioned here. The one that didn't make number one, but probably should it have. And look, I wanted to go with disco because that is this era. Oh, it totally is. But I didn't. I went with the, with the one. <laughs> but I didn't. That is so overplayed. I'm so not hipster here. But this is the one that you see this song on the list and you say, of course. Yeah. Just Robin trying to make up for Little John rounded through the forest. Basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, John Denver, we already talked about him because Annie's song was the number one in 1974. Yes. But this song is his most iconic. What year is this one? 19, it is 1971, and it was number six on the list. Take Me Home, Country Roads. That's a great song. It's it really so is. good, and I feel like this is Wait, one... Wait, but that's... that's a, you get mad at uh, Close to You... Because yes. it's a sleepier song. This is the same le- sipping lemonade on a rocking porch kind of song. This is no. This is far more lively. In fact, you're going on a road trip and you're just like singing. You know, open the window and you're just like, "Take me home, <laughs> country roads." That's good to for the podcast. Place where and you just scream out the window. And you're West like, Virginia. I mean, West Virginia. He never been this there. Song. I never want to <laughs> go. But I hear it's nice, except for the Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't bring up the Mothman, Joel. <laughs> That's West Virginia lore. Is it really? I believe Point Pleasant. Why did you it? mention the Mothman? There's eyes outside the window right now. Mm. Outside the window of the bacon That's cave. just William Defoe. I gotta check that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I feel like that song is so iconic for the 70s. And look, I don't listen to that song a lot. It is one of the most overplayed songs of all time, but still great. But still great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, in mine, oh, man, I hear this 70s song and I just get happy. I said that on a lot of these, but this one actually kind of makes me want to rock out. So My Sharona by The Knack, 1979. It did not make the number one, but it probably should have. because It was in the top 10? Uh, this is in the top 10, yeah. Oh. yeah. And so this one was uh, funny. Do you guys know there's actually a Sharona? Like, literally, that's her name. You wrote this about a girl, used her real name. She's on the album cover. Well, it makes sense. That's Sharona. And uh, I think it's just funny because I was like, oh, wait, oh. she actually knew that a song is being written about her and she posed for the cover. Yep. Because usually it's these girls that are like breakups. And then it's like, I'm just going to sing they, a song they about did you. Break and... up. Like they, they were together for four years okay. but after this song. But he wrote this song in 15 minutes because she was his muse and he wrote it for her. And yes, OK, I like this song because of Weird Al Yankovic's My Bologna. That's, of course you do. It's that connection. Yeah. I feel like Weird Al's going to come up a lot in this he show. He is going to come up a lot. Yeah. There's so many parodies. But this is one of his big first ones. This is actually kind of one that got him into stardom. Like show oh, really? Him. Yeah. The My Bologna was. And it's a really fun so one. So do you feel like this one, so 1979, so just like a year or two before your time, mm -hmm. before, you know, you were born. Yeah. Do you feel like this is a good summer song, though, or is it just your favorite? I think it is a good summer song. Like, like you mentioned driving in the car and singing Country Roads. Yeah, it's, and that, it's summer. To me, this is one where you're like sitting there with the windows down, batting on the side of your car, like, you know, riding the VAR, checking out, you know. It gets kind of repetitive, though, right? I don't know. I, I really just like it. That, hmm. that riff, I can't get tired of it. So, yeah, I chose my Sharona. All right. 80s it's time to go to the 80s in yeah. the 80s you know i'm just thinking guys we should have like a bracket about this decade <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do that maybe we could focus on i don't know what should we do yeah. mode. <laughs> oh victor all right so our nominees are it's still rock and roll to me by billy joel it's still rock and roll to me jesse's girl by rick springfield you know yeah, i wish, wish i had jesse's girl, girl. Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Bam, 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 bam. Every breath you take, the police. Every breath you take. I'm watching you. <laughs> Every move you make. When doves cry, Prince. Touch if you will, my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Feel how it trembles inside. <laughs> uh, shout by Tears for Fears. Shout, shout, let it all out. Papa Don't Preach by Madonna. Papa, Papa don't, don't Preach. I'm in trouble deep. Alone by Heart. Till now, I always got by on my own. <laughs> I never really cared until I met you. Joel, Joel more wow. passion. More passion, please. Joel, Joel, I'll give you a finger boop for that. Boop. Well done, sir. I want a finger boop. Nope. You gotta, I, I you gotta even, sing like that. I didn't even go full heart. <laughs> never right. go full heart. Roll With It by Steve Winwood. Roll with it, baby. Oh. You and me just roll with it, baby. And finally, Right Here Waiting by Richard Marks. Wherever you go, whatever you do, I will every be right breath you take for you. Every move you make. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> All right, so I'll go first on this one. Yeah. Can't, if we don't agree on the best summer song of the 1980s. Now, I'm going to add a disclaimer. I didn't go best. I went with the one that Favorite. I felt 
fit this the best. All right? Because I went with this one. I'm predicting both of yours. Yeah. Mm. This makes you just want to run on a beach in short shorts and high five your best friend. Yeah. In a montage. In a montage. Uh, Eye of the Tiger, which, uh, man, I tell you what, this is this is a great movie. Rocky IV? No. Rocky IV? No. It's three. No. The movie Eye of the Tiger starring Gary Busey. Stop that. <laughs> Joel. This is the theme song of that movie. You guys don't remember that? Stop that, please. It's, the, it's in the opening credits and the closing credits. <laughs> is it really? It is. <laughs> but yeah, I found How did it, they do that? I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea this was actually like... Survivors falling on fall time, uh, hard times, I think. Yeah, but they actually did make a movie, Gary Busey. It was a guy who's come back from the Vietnam War and had to clean up his neighborhood. I didn't see it. But I thought it was funny. They actually hmm. made a movie called Eye of the Tiger, but everyone knows it from Rocky 3 and 4. Uh, but actually, Sylvester Stallone asked Survivor to write this song because he wanted to use Another One Bites the Dust by Queen, and they said no. So he asked them to write an original song. It's rude, Queen. But then this song was actually, Eye of the Tiger was written for the Karate Kid initially, but then they decided to go with You're the Best Around. So there's all these you know 80s movies tying together. Wow. But, that is interesting. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this one. So I'll tell you why I didn't pick that one, Joel. Oh, oh it's also Weird Al Yankovic. Of course it the is. The Rye or the Kaiser, theme to Rocky Thirteen. <laughs> That's a weird title. It's That's hilarious. It's like the Kaiser. It's, it's one of his B-sides. Uh, it, it does sound like a B-side. It B is a weaker one. And deep, actually... Deep track by Weird Al. This is one of the few times where I knew the original song before the Weird Al song. Ken, should I guess yours? Yeah. Is it Jesse's Girl? Almost. It almost was. The reason I didn't go Eye of the Tiger is because I can't remove it from Rocky. And I think of Rocky as winter movies because of Rocky Four. They're not running on the beach in the winter. In, in Rocky Four, it's in the winter. And that's the second best Rocky movie. But well, I chose this one. It doesn't one. even play during the movie. It's only the beginning. I chose this song because it is the most fun. Yeah, I know what he chose. Then. Wow. This I is the I song. I didn't pick that you were going to do it. Still rock and roll with Billy Joel. This is the song on the playlist that I have repeat the most times. Really? It really? That much fun. I enjoyed this one, but I had no idea you were going to pick that one. And just think about it. This is a song you'd put on a boombox on the beach. You'd go play some volleyball and you'd hear this one playing in the background. Is that a life you lead? Is that something you do? <laughs> I've never once played volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> but I've watched people play volleyball. That's and not true. I saw you reenacting that Top Gun scene. <laughs> by myself, a one man play. Hiya, <laughs> play. Boys. I was all greased up that and everything. That song is really great. Isn't it great? At being okay. No, I disagree. I think it is, like, I'm not going to say amazing, but oh. for a summer song, it is great. I even called it Summery. <laughs> <laughs> but well, no, the thing I like about the song, it's a song for people that don't like millennials, essentially. And granted, yeah. this was baby boomers going into Gen X at the time. Well, and, and the whole thing is, Billy Joel, the song is about his producer trying to get him to change his image. And he's like, yeah, be hip. It's still rock and roll. It's about the music. It's not about my image. Right. Don't make fun of my car. I'm still going to drive it. Yeah. I know it's a junker. It's fine. Whatever. So I feel like that one has a great summer beat. I love Eye of the Tiger. Clearly, it's a, it's yeah, it's probably the better song, but it's not summery for me. Well, and it, in regard to favorites on this list, I have to admit, Alone by Heart, I listen to it's so, so much. good. I love that. Yeah, song. it is a yeah. great song. Heart's just a great band. Oh, like, yeah. I love Heart. I, Jake loves Heart. But let's talk the about first, our, Oh, go ahead. The first time I drove in Jake's car. All of a sudden, he started playing like this heart playlist. I'm like, who is this guy? Was did I really? Yeah, that? you did. Huh. Like, oh. full volume. Oh, well, Good for the, me. That's the yeah. only way to listen to heart. Go, right. go save it go for our heart show. Pass Jake. <laughs> <laughs> we have a door show and a heart show coming put up. On the, put on the list. Yeah, we I feel kind of bad about Jesse's Girl. Now that I guess that that was yours, I feel like it hasn't no, gotten its due because that song is really lasted. The guitar riff for Jesse's Girl is so good. Oh, man. 
Let me go with least favorite because this decade is pretty strong. It is. I, I I think I can say I like every song on here. Yes. To varying degrees. Except for like right here waiting is a prom song. No. It doesn't feel like a summer song. I learned how to play that on the piano. What? Why did you wink at me like that? I'll Joel, please don't. <laughs> or there's like every breath you take. It's an amazing song. Probably like classically the most well known of all of summer these. Summer loving, man. Come on. It's not better known than I Had the Tiger. But this is my least favorite of the group. No. Yeah. You can't bash on Steve Winwood like that. Roll with it is a great song. I'm sorry. We went through all. This of was them. almost my pick, Kent, for both summary. No, really? It's this that, was it's almost. that or Madonna for me. No, honestly, I went through this list and I'm like, I'm singing every one of these songs. I'm like, roll with it, roll with it. And I'm like, the saxophone solo, that's the one. Oh, come on. And it's on. a great saxophone solo. The but beat. I'm like, roll But it took me you baby. singing Roll With The Baby and I listened to it today. Oh, man, I don't this know. This one had four weeks in number one and this one in Papa Don't Preach, which I was really surprised to see on the list. In fact, Kelly Osbourne did it better. <laughs> I just had to. It's the only time it's ever been said in the history <laughs> of mankind. But I'm sorry, that is my least favorite from the decade. I think this one's definitely weaker. Yeah. Because this was Madonna reinventing herself again. She was yeah. no longer the bubblegum princess with like the chains and the gloves and all the this is when she's kind of like was the more muscular toned boycott Madonna. But that was the new thing for her, and that yeah, lasted yeah. like two decades. Well, no, that was fine for a while. But this song, it's funny because for a song that's Papa Don't Preach, this song is really preachy. And it was also, but it was also featured in Will Yankovic's Polka Party. It's just a segment in there. There's polka songs. Yeah, that is great but to know. I just feel like, like, the thing is, the more I read about this song, the more it kind of started to annoy me. Because she would come out with certain political stances like, oh, yes, it's about that. And then when other political stances would come up, she'd stand off and be like, it's whatever you want it to be. That's almost like Madonna now. Yeah. Huh. Kind of so. Madonna always really... That yes. song sucks. But let's get into it. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it, it does. But at the same time, it's, it's lazy. It's, it's bubblegum poppy. Know. And yeah. But okay, let's get into our alternative pick. So this is one that was in the top 10 of its year, but did not make number one. And oh, there were so many. Oh, the 80s were so hard to pick. In fact, I, did, I couldn't even go with a favorite. I just had to go with one that I really love. I well, mean, and I, I couldn't go with a favorite. I went with the one that kind of just reminded me of summer. Oh, I'm excited. And I went with this. Yeah, baby, she's got it. Such a good summer song. It is. And uh, this one's uh, Venus by Bananarama in 1986. And this, uh, the weird thing about this one is I remember this one being like a smash mega hit. And it, it, this went number one in seven country, in seven different countries. So it was a, it was a worldwide hit. Yeah. But the original Dutch rock song by Shocking Blue, a band called Shocking Blue, was number one in nine countries. So the original song did better than this remake, which I know so but much better. But never came here, right? Uh, I believe it made number one here, too. A little Bananarama. But no, Bananarama Venus, I mean, there are so many good hits. Like, honestly, look at the list that we posted on our Facebook page, and you'll see how many great songs there are. And I had a hard time picking one, but this one ended up sticking out as my favorite. Was that All whole right. song played on a synthesizer? That's yeah, what I want to know. Probably. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It was the 80s. It's, yeah, totally. But Joel, yeah. I don't think you're going to hate my choice. Probably not. I like most of the songs on the list. Yes! Yes, King. <laughs> yes, King. Uh, wow, I love that song. The Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News. It's a good choice. We're going to have a whole show about Huey Lewis and Let's the News. Let's do our Huey Lewis point. show. Yeah, with Heart and... Uh, Heart and... What was the other one we said? Doors. The doors. doors. Yeah, yeah. And so Gilbert O'Sullivan. This was Huey, Lewis's and the, Huey Lewis and the Just News. Just that in there. Second number one hit. 
and back in the day, apparently the Oscars Oscars were kind of cool because this song was nominated for an Oscar. It's a great song. Like they they had Huey Lewis write the songs yeah. for uh, Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and this one didn't say Back to the Future or no. anything like that in it. But it's still just it's iconic. It's so good. And like it's a good song outside of Back to the Future. Yes. But you hear that song, you're like, oh, there's a perfect movie. Yeah. I'm grabbing the back of a Jeep and riding on, in the summer around yes. town. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We're just riding Jeeps all the time. Yeah. All well, you time. are with the boys. <laughs> with the boys? <laughs> boys. Boys. Oh, boys. Oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Inside jokes. All right. Do da. <laughs> okay. Now we're up to the 90s. 90s. And the nominees are Vision of Love by Mariah Carey. I had a vision of love. Uh, everything I do, I do it for you, Brian Adams. No, it's true. Everything I do, I will be right here watching you. Have you ever really? <laughs> Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. Oh, my gosh. That's all I do. Yeah. <laughs> Can't Help Falling in Love by UB40. Wise man sing. Only fool. I just love doing UB40 voice. I know that's kind of a fun voice. Yeah. I swear, all for one. I swear. By the moon and the stars in the sky. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> waterfalls by TLC. Don't, Don't go <laughs> chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I didn't get one of those lyrics right. <laughs> Macarena. What about this one? Hey, Macarena. I know Cosa Buena. I can get that line. I'll be missing you by Puff Daddy and uh, Faith Evans. Every day we pray for you and I like to pray for you. I can't believe that made number one. I know. The boy is mine. Brandy and Monica. The girl is mine. The girl is mine. Doggone girl is mine. Not that one. Uh, the boy is mine. He's mine. He's mine. He's mine. Oh, no, no. He's mine. Oh. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> That is a stain on the music of 1998. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Genie in the Bottle by Christina Aguilera. If you want to get with me, you have got a price to pay. I'm a genie in a bottle. Disney version. Gotta treat me the right way. Is that what happens? Is that the kids bop version? They had, they had, the, they had a Disney version of it because she was a Disney actress and they wanted to clean up. I love Christina Radio Aguilera Disney. so much back in the day. Really? Yeah, that's oh, it. yeah. All, All right. right. So look, Mariah Carey in the 90s, classic. That was Mariah 90s. Carey. That yes. was peak Mariah Carey. And once again, we although have a, her best song isn't even on yeah, here. Yeah, it's not even here. It's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. Brian Adams, it's a great song. Doesn't feel like the summer. It feels like I'm in a forest. Right. Uh, maybe Sherwood Forest. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Joel, I know you love UB40, so I wanted, I, I'm thinking you picked UB40. You're thinking I did? Yeah. Am I going first or are you going I first? I want you to go first. Okay, I'll go first. You know me so well. What man say? <laughs> uh, now, my sister, as I said before, in our uh, love song show uh, that we did, she hates this version. She, and, and Elvis's version is so well done. Yeah. And so crooner and just romantic. And this one's kind of like, what's going on? But I tell you what, this sounds like summer to me. Even if you start singing the Elvis version, it becomes this version. What yeah. man say? You're right. <laughs> red, red wine make me feel so fine. By the way, I think I forgot to mention this on the Love Song show, but uh, UB40 actually stands for Unemployment Benefit Form 40. We actually talked about that. Yeah, we, we did. I had, oh, a, okay. I had a, you a quiz had, question about you that. You had 27 pages of notes, Joel. 
Was huh. that a quiz? I feel like you missed that on a quiz. Yeah, I don't know. We did. I may have, but I, I was you like, what, yeah, it was which, the listener quiz, yeah. episode 150. But this song, no. I, 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 this feels like sorry to me. I can't say much more than that. Otherwise, I, I read no other reason because there's there's a lot of good songs in the nineties. No, not yeah. mentioned here, but the listener quiz. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's Thanks, right. <laughs> I was thinking you're talking about something else, but yeah, that's yeah. Right. Also that's a, featured in the movie Sliver, right, Kent? It, it, what? Why are you looking at me? I don't know. Just because Sharon Stone's in it. Yeah, she is. Well, I was thinking uh, Billy Baldwin, but. <laughs> everyone loves Billy Baldwin. <laughs> Why do we know most so much about Sliver? Uh, I don't know. Because old music video, I think. Who is Billy Baldwin? No, I don't want to know. Brothers. I don't want to know. Yeah. All right. No, that's me. And, I, and like I mentioned in the other show, I had specific memories of going to junior high dances to yeah. uh, listen to this song. So, yeah. This one is so full of one hit wonders and we covered this extensively. Oh, we did. But I went with one that is truly made for the summer. And it's this song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't go making phony calls by Weirdo Yankovic. Oh, here we go again. Oh, Don't dear. go making phony calls. This song. You didn't go with Genie even after all that Christina love. No, even with all the after all the Christina <laughs> love. I, I wish there were a lot of Christina love. It's family friendly. <laughs> but TLC. Just go watch the voice. Standing there with the CG water and everything going on. Do you there? know what cost them? That video was a million dollars. What? A million dollar video. They filmed it at Universal. Wow. And they use like CGI. They're like water at one point. And so I love it, though. Like Lisa Left Eye Lopez, like not my lonely cries, like her little rap. She actually wrote that song. She Joel, did. I know you have a lot of facts about Lisa, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Well, I'm I don't want to talk you about it because he went down a dark hole for that one. I did. But no, I, I wanted to bring up something. Yeah. It's a confession. Sure. This is my confession. I had no idea what the song was about. Even until recently? Just till we did this show and I started researching it. You better tell I us, thought, No, I thought Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, uh, Please Stick to the Rivers and the Lakes that you're used to, was like a metaphor for relationships. It's like, don't go seek other, you know, don't don't cheat, basically. Yeah. Stick to what you know. Stick to what you're committed to. That's what I thought it was. Like, don't chase, chase a pipe dream. Stay with who you're with. That was actually my impression, too. So now I'm wondering. Not at all what it's about. It's about violence around the illegal drug trade and HIV AIDS. Mm-hmm. Like they talk about it in the how? song. No, they, they talk about in the song about how this kid's making bad decisions and this other guy's like having a relation with a woman and then realizing that he's starting to deteriorate. No, if you mm. actually listen to the lyrics, it's really close to like the crash test dummies. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, because they're like right in your face. Yeah. Yes. But no, this is a great song. Seven weeks at number one. It was number two song of the year and won the Grammy that year. I mean, you think of TLC and this song comes up. Yeah, no, this, that or no scrubs. And actually knowing more about it, I was like, that's a really deep song. Like it kind of yeah. it kind of put it in a more positive light. Exactly. But I was never I never had this connection to it when it actually it, came it's out. It's not my genre, but I will say when I worked at Laguna Beach, this song came on nine times a day mm-hmm. and I couldn't I couldn't deny that it was just a song of the summer. All right. So least favorite, least favorite. Jake, I don't think you're going to be very mad at me. Please let, let's pick the same one. No, <laughs> yeah. no. You didn't pick this one. I didn't pick this one. I never got into this one. This is The Boy's Mind from 1998. The doggone from, boy is mine. From Brandy and Monica. Never cared about this. this I love is, it when artists have one name. And when right. two artists come together with one name, it's awesome. <laughs> they become one artist. Brandy and Monica. But this was the first number one for both singers. It's the best selling song that year. It was huge. That was really the problem with the song is it's not that it's so terrible. It's that yeah. it was so adored, which is well, ridiculous. It's adored. It's redundant, though. It, it, it is. 13 weeks at number one. Yeah. Ugh. Which I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we're guys, but I didn't relate to it. Like right. I heard it and I'm like, I get the premise. And then the video was them like fighting over this guy. And that's it. There was nothing to it. But then they realized they're friends and they actually end up dumping the guy. So, yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. If a guy's playing with, you know, playing around with two girls, dump him. 
dump him, ladies. Well, sure. He's a scumbag. But Bachelor. I don't enjoy the song. In fact, I skipped this one on the playlist as well. Sorry, Joel. See, and I wasn't that bad at it. But there's, right, a, there's a song that every single time it came on the radio when I, when I was this age and I was driving around, when this song came on the radio, I would yell at the top of my lungs, desecration, and then turn the channel. Desecration. I know what it is. Desecration. So, I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy, Faith Evans, featuring 112, which, man, I love it when they feature people on songs, too. Yeah. Isn't that every R&B song? But, like, it starts up, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is every breath you take. No. No, it's not. And yeah. so, it's desecration of a very, very good song. In fact, yeah, they, they, were, they recorded this song before they ever had permission. And Sting actually owns 100% of the publishing royalties oh, for good. this song. Oh, wow. Because I think they did it, and they're like, can we use this? And he's like, no. And they're like, what if we give you 100% of the royalties? But here's the other part. Yes. I hate this song. I hate it a lot. Once again, didn't really know what it was about because I always turn the channel. But this is a tribute to Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. from his mentor, uh, Puff Daddy. What do we call him now? Puff Daddy back then, I guess. And also his wife. So it's like this kind of touching tribute. It's almost like Fast and the Furious. Yes. Paul Walker song. Paul yeah. Walker tribute That's song. That's exactly what it was. A long time. And that one actually. Because Notorious was, it was all like sad and stuff. Yeah, right it was then. not yeah. sad. It was, a, it was a game killing and there was, I'm sorry, wasn't that sad? Kind of sad. Really? It's like <laughs> Tupac and Biggie, you know, that's the whole thing. We were not affiliated with that. Save anyway. it for our no, West Coast, not. East Coast rap show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry. I hated this kind of music because I was into 90s punk and just anything that wasn't on the radio at this right. time. And so when Puff Daddy came out on the box, I was like, you are just getting rich off of your friend's murder. In fact, I am going on record and I'm yeah, saying Puff tacky. Daddy killed Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> I kid you not. He made an entire album about Notorious B.I.G.'s death and he got rich off of it. Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm sorry. That was a rant. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I, I didn't like this song and I still I listen to it and it's it, but I want it to be Every Breath You Take, which is on the list in the 80s. It was yeah. one of the number ones. And then this one came on. I was actually showing it to a friend. He's like, you got every breath on here twice. And I'm like, no, keep listening. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you, Kent, too, because he's such an opportunist that yeah. it's, it just kind but of, it leaves a bad taste in your like mouth. It was like six months after he died. But then why do you pick then, this one if you hate it so much? Because it's, I actually like the beat because it's a police song. Yeah. See, I, I just, just, I can't listen to it. That's a Someone's more mad than I am. Maybe. Yeah. So what would be your alternative pick? My alternative pick's not going to be a surprise because we already had a very extensive discussion about it. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Which year was this? This was 1993. 93, okay. Oh, and this is um, I'm going to be 500 Miles by the Proclaimers, which we already <laughs> talked funny. about at length on our One Hit Wonder show. And they're a Scottish band. This this was like, they wrote this song in 45 minutes, and this is like their biggest <laughs> hit. And it shows. But it, it's I'm so much fun. Yeah. It's so <laughs> much fun. It is. And this is, and I don't know if I mentioned this one on that show, but this is actually the song I, uh, I retired from karaoke on. I performed this. On a stage. Hold on. Retired Hold on. from karaoke? Hey, what does that mean? Excuse me, because we're going to have a bacon cell karaoke night. Yeah, I we are. To, well, maybe I'll have to come out of retirement, but I have not done karaoke since 2005, 2004. Is this one of your go-tos, or was it one of your go-tos? Well, like, we, we did this one, me and a buddy of mine, Mike. What's up, Mike? You're not going to listen to this, but what's up? Uh, he and I did this whole number together, and we started getting into it. It was at this outdoor place. We were on a, a trailer singing, like, you know, one of those uh, flatbed trailers. We were singing the song and jumping around having a good time. And then the, the karaoke is like, whoa, 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 you can't move. And so we had to stand there and sing the song. I'm like, this is so, this is desecration. You should be able to dance to this song. You should. But uh, yeah, haven't done karaoke since then. All right. Thanks a lot, trailer, flatbed trailer man. 
Ruining, ruined everything. Tell you. Flatbed trailer man. That was my band's name in college. So I'm retaliating on this one because... We mostly did karaoke. <laughs> this one is where the R&B and hip-hop got really too popular, or the one-hit wonders. And I just didn't is it care Banditos? for the songs. It's not Banditos at all. Because, <laughs> man, I don't even... Nice callback. <laughs> it's yeah. like... Uh, go listen to our one-hit wonders show if you haven't. Let's go <laughs> to the gas station, get some beef jerky and stuff. Okay. But I went with the song in that same genre. Which for me, it made this band really famous. And for me, is a great summer song, even though it's one of the most chill songs. It's this. Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. This not a fan. You're really not? I'm not. Like this, it, is, this is like the only song from them I like, actually. I, is I it went, really? Yeah. I went through a phase where I liked this song. Uh, also, this is uh, Bedrock Anthem by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Oh, Dude, man. your knowledge of Weird Al, I love it Weird. grosses Save me Save it for out. a Weird Al show. I was going to say, how have we not had a Weird Al we show? We really should yeah. have a Weird Al show. They were going to have so many music shows. But this is 1992. This is number eight on the list. And this was Save Anthony... Save for those that don't know it. Oh, Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Did you already say that? I did. Oh, so Anthony Kiedis, he wrote the, he actually wrote this song like in his journal. It's like a, He's like a really personal song, and he didn't want anyone to hear it because it's about loneliness. It's about him trying to just... You know, make friends outside of where he was. Which so is like suck my kiss. Right. All about loneliness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but his producer Rick Rubin's like, no, you need to show show that to the band. He did. They loved it. And but I will say this: this, you know, even though this helped the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers enter the mainstream, this song and a few other singles led John Frusciante to leave the band. Why? Because he didn't want to go mainstream. <laughs> so he left actually for one hot minute and then came back for Californication. And which was a huge album as well, but he just didn't want the fame, which I thought was kind of weird. It is weird. But this song broke Red Hot Chili Peppers into the mainstream, and I, I love this album. It's so good. It's okay. I think it's great. All right. That's fine for you to think that. <laughs> okay, so that wraps up the 90s, and now we're to the the O's. What do you call that decade? The aughts. The aughts. The, is that the, real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The aughts? You, you mm-hmm. haven't heard that before? No, I haven't. You ever heard like uh, older people being like, ah, oh, an aught one? No. Oh. You ought to be ashamed. You guys could actually be making this up and right now. No, it's true. I'd, I'd have no idea. But you can call it the 2000s if you want. I call them the ooze. I call it the aughts. Ooze. So back in the aughts. Don't uh, do that, Jake. Don't do that. We have requests. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to violate those terms. <laughs> the nominees are Bent by Matchbox 20. This is how we begin. I'm so scared that I'll never be put back together. I never want to sing Matchbox 20. Uh, you Remind Me by Usher. This is me. how you remind me of what I really am. <laughs> That's you your alternative choice, Rachel. You remind me of a girl that I once knew. Uh, hot in Here by Nelly. It's getting hot in her, so take off all your Friendly clothes. Friendly. <laughs> coats. Oh, coats. coats. Take off all your coats. coats. Yeah, what does Weird Al say? Uh, he actually has a song. No, this one. He no. Does. Joel, <laughs> stop. It's trash day. Uh-huh. There's something rotten here. You better hold your nose. <laughs> I think I hate Weird Al because of you. I love Weird Al. <laughs> uh, Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Confessions Part 2 by Usher. Thanks, Usher. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I'd been... I'm so enjoying this right now. Way to go, Usher. Way to make like middling songs. Yeah. Yeah. We belong together, Mariah Carey. We belong we together. We belong together. No. I just think Pat Benatar when I see We Belong. We belong. That's a better song. A way better song. What's that one? I, I never, that's the one I, I blind it's spot for We me. belong together. It's a slower one, isn't it? No. It's hmm. like halfway. Yawn. 
Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado. Promiscuous girl. Umbrella by Rihanna. Under you can my, stand uh, under my umbrella. Ella, Ella, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> We're so sorry. You guys are awesome with this. I kissed a girl, Katy Perry. I kissed a girl and I like it. Which doesn't sound as scandalous when two dudes are singing it. Yeah. But we, it's fine. We like it. I got a feeling the Black Eyed Peas. I, I got, got a feeling, feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. We're not singers. That's okay. Yeah. It's weird. That's the only Black Eyed Peas number one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I thought so too. They had so many hits. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go first on this one. Please do. Granted, I hate this decade. We, we really haven't matched that much. I no, only, only at the beginning. Yeah. So for me, picking a favorite, like there's, there's one alternative song on here, and it's Matchbox 20, and I will never get behind Matchbox 20 in any list. What? You don't like Matchbox 20 at all? Not at all. Really? I've never, ever liked them. See, this is one I listen to, and I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know the title, but then I listen to it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that song. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, I listen to Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado. Furtado? <laughs> Same thing. No, and, it's not. And I was like, wow, this is actually kind of a, a fun song. It is, actually. It's got a good beat. She's Portuguese. She's she's really talented, actually. I think she's she good. she was yeah. played all the time in Portugal. So I was of surprised course. she wasn't a bigger hit here in the states. Oh, she had uh, turned out turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. I really yeah, like that. Like, I'm like a bird was a huge yeah. yeah like a, a bird is a good one too. Yeah. But I picked this one because this is, you hear this beat and you are in the 2000s. Yeah. Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Behind. How dumb can you be? <laughs> Let's yeah. sing Rihanna now. You're, yeah. You're so white. Yeah. <laughs> One time. Uh-oh. You're gonna. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. uh-oh you uh-oh. Gotta, I gotta, this is go. such a good song. Like, it, 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 okay. Look, we, we talked we, about how overrated Beyonce is. We have is. declared Beyonce is overrated. But and she this is. song. Wow. You hear this song, the marching band, and you're all of a sudden like, I'm doing high kicks. Well, and I'm that, like, here we go. The horns are sampled from another song. Yes. And initially, Beyonce was like, no one does horns. Why would I want to do horns? Because yeah. this, this was her big breakout song. Like before this, it was Destiny's Child. Yeah. And then this is kind of like, boom, put well, her into the spotlight. It's funny because it's only the chorus for me that is really hummable because everything is like, oh, yeah. But then it's like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Nah, so crazy right now. But it's so It's an unforgettable song. It is a pop wonder. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's and very summer. But it's the best song of best summer song of the 2000s. That was my second pick. Oh, good. You have a different one. I picked a different one because I feel like this one. Really, it, I I love this song. This may be one of my favorite songs on the entire list. What? Maybe. Okay. Hot in here. It's a good song. Oh man, it's just the Glee version, Joel. Because I know you're a big fan Ugh. of that. We promise never to talk about that show on here. No, it's this is a Glee show. This is Umbrella by, by Rihanna featuring Yeah, No Clouds in My Stones, Jay Z. Uh, but this one was originally written for Britney Spears, but then her her label rejected it, so she never even saw it. And this song, I mean, this obviously, Rihanna had a totally different image before this. Yep. She had two albums before this, and she was kind of this girl next door, kind of a, a early Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she got this one, and she became a super mega star with this image that she has retained since then. A little scandalous. Good girl gone bad, as they say in the album. Oh. But this song has been covered by uh, uh, the Baseballs. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them. No. They're a German band that does rockabilly what? covers of famous songs. Oh, I got to hear this. It's fabulous. If Go out right now. Greg, pa- play pause that the show. song. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Play um, uh, Umbrella by the Baseballs. It's great. 
but also uh, bands like uh, Mike Shinoa of Linkin Park did it, One Republic, Taylor Swift. They all did covers of this song. But I want to talk about something serious for a minute, folks. I'm sure it's really serious. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to talk about the umbrella, Rihanna's curse. What? You have to realize, gentlemen, that this song is cursed because when this became number one in the United Kingdom, they were hit by extreme rainfall and flooding. Documented. But that's not all, gentlemen. Also, what? in uh, New Zealand, the song hit number one as they were having some, one of their hottest summers. And then after the song hit number one, they experienced some of the worst storms in New Zealand history. But that's not all, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened in Romania. Once it became number one. Oh, Romania. That really ties it together. They had hit. <laughs> they, they had huge storms and flooding after the song came out. The Rihanna curse is real. Look it up. Illuminati confirmed. Uh, wow. Wow. <clears throat> Puff Daddy killed Notorious P.I.G. and Notorious P.I.G. <laughs> killed Tupac. Please bless so we get moisture. Play Umbrella! Play Umbrella! <laughs> it's got to hit number one on the charts again. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. That it's happen. not just when it plays. Yeah. It has to hit number one on the top. That's when Umbrella and Rihanna's curse. Look it up, though. It's a thing. It's a great song, actually. <laughs> yeah. And, and man, there's there were some really good ones on here, like in, in the alternative right. area. But I, I really do enjoy the Umbrella. But oh, from, and one more thing about Crazy in Love is VH1, you know, they're not really a music source anymore, but they <laughs> declared it the best song of the odds. Really? Best song by VH1. They just made up the it's, odds thing, it's too, very right? very good, though. Yeah. The odds. Well, my least favorite is pretty obvious. Oh. Okay, first of all, as an English major, spelling here with two R's is annoying. Hot and her. But wearing wearing band-aids on your face, though, when you don't need them? That's normal, right? It's like any child. Can I have a band-aid? You're not bleeding. (laughs) No, hot in here, and this is obviously sampled of, uh, like, multiple songs, Bust and Loose, There's a World, As Tears Go By. Like, there's no original music in, in here. And this one, I just, it's, it's one of those teenage male fantasy things where it's like, this is exactly what the girls would say if I said this. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. And it's so just, I don't know, annoying. It's it, like, I, I can't stand hot and hurt. I'm sweating. It's, it's so juvenile. I have Axe body spray. You're going for, right? yeah. It's very juvenile. And I don't know, understand how it's a number one hit. But Joel, doesn't it just fit the time though? It's misogynistic and awful. So 2002, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, but here's the thing. That song is memorable. My song is not. Which one's this? Confession <laughs> Part oh. 2. Oh. You didn't even know because no. it's Confession Part 2. Yeah, it's that's wildly forgettable. That it's song. so dull. <laughs> but you like Matchbox 20 more than this. I do. <laughs> so this one was number one for two weeks. And Joel, I'm just going to say this. Mm-hmm. There is Confession Part 3 by Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yes, I know it. And he says this. These are a few of the lines. I, because the whole thing's about confession. It's about a guy who, you know, is telling about his mistress. And he says, I, uh, but this is the, the fake song. I borrowed your chapstick mm-hmm. from you without asking. I tried out your nose hair trimmer too. And by the way, your diamond ring is cubic, cir- cubic zirconium. Yeah. I killed your goldfish, goldfish accidentally, just replaced it with another one. And yeah. the whole song is about that because the Ridiculous Usher song is like deadly serious. Wait, it's all yeah. about, I got this, I got this side girl pregnant. Yes, and exactly. And now I'm in a committed relationship and this side girl's pregnant. What am I going to do? But it's, I, it's a, for, such a forgettable song. It's like R. Kelly trapped in the closet for me, which is also another Weird Al Yankovic. He does a trapped in the drive through. Come on. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I, any one of these songs is a Weird Al song. Pretty much. But the thing about the confessions is that I do know it only because of Divine Comedy. Because we had one of the guys write a song and it was uh, confessions to like a bishop about random dumb things. Like I'm that's Demo- kind of funny. I'm a Democrat was one of the things that was entertaining. So that's good. That's kind of funny. So way yeah. better than the song. And though. that's the only reason I know it though. This song was never on my radar. In fact, I didn't know it until he brought it up as a parody. And I'm like, what's this? Yeah. And it still didn't. In Song of the Summer? Where was I that summer? Yeah. 
Thankfully, not there. Okay. So now alternative. Alternative pick. Yep. This one is, I said Crazy in Love is just so memorable for the 2000s. I think this song matches for the 2000s. Mm. Yep. I remember when. I remember, I remember, when, I remember when, when I lost my mind. There was something so special about that place. So Gnarls Barkley with Crazy. This one's 2006. It was the third one on the list. How high did that uh, rank on Billboard? So number three that year. Is that what you said? Okay. So Rolling Stone Magazine gave this, the, they gave this song the top song of the decade. And this one never became number one, actually. It peaked at number two and stayed there, but never made number one. But that's okay, because this song is just iconic for the mid-2000s. It is. Yeah. And it, it, it's so much fun, too. And it's so falsetto. And it's, it's just it's, No, it's a great song. Like I, okay, I actually feel bad for everyone who went out and bought that album for that song because the rest of the album was kind of eh. Like yeah. Gone, Gone Daddy Gone I like and this song I like, but everything else on the album I'm like, mm. Well, it's funny because Danger Mouse I, I actually really like and then you have CeeLo Green. Yeah. But together I didn't really care for the album, but that mm. song, oh, it's as so far as the good. single goes, And it's been so covered good. by so many people too. Yes. Yeah. What's yours, Joel? Uh, my alternative pick for this era is actually an alternative song. Really? Yeah, I had a feeling. Oh man, you, you had a feeling it was good with Jimmy Eat World. Yes, I love Jimmy Eat World, and I, I liked them like before they were big too. And actually, this song because this is their biggest song. Well, they they actually funded. The middle is still played. Oh, it's so good. And yeah. So this one actually they funded themselves because their label dropped them. They were not their albums weren't succeeding, so their label said we're going a different direction and dropped them. So they funded this one themselves, and this is when they became superstars. Yeah, this is the what's the name of that album? Uh, Bleed American. Yes. Bleed American. That is a great album, actually. Oh, it's so good. I like yeah. almost every song on there. And this song is, I mean, it's just so full of positivity and happiness. Like, it's all about, you know, hey, things are going to be fine. Just keep going. Hang in there. And the music yeah. video, I love the music it's video, good. too, where it's like, well, I don't want to explain it, but it's everyone in the parties in their underwear, except for this one kid who's fully clothed and he wants to change to join them, but then he realizes he doesn't have to. He can have fun. Do you know why I hate this song? You hate this song? I don't. I, okay. Do you know it's why overplayed I, I dislike it? Well, it's overplayed, but it, it's because of guitar or rock band and karaoke. Because ah. people who can't sing pick oh, this yeah. song. Yeah. And so when tra- someone tries to do the high voice, I'm like, ah, please stop. <laughs> but man, that just that guitar riff, uh, just when it hits yeah. the chorus, I love that so much. It, it, there were so many. There were actually a bunch of songs on there that I really wanted to pick, but then I saw this one. I went, "That's got to be it. That's my summer song." It's so few like punk alternative songs are still around, yeah, and that yeah. is one that survived pretty well. Yeah, because yeah. everyone loves it. Okay, so that wraps up the aughts. Yep, I totally was natural saying that. You could tell. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell. I could tell. All right, so now we're to Our uh, final list, which this is a, decade, an incomplete list because it only incomplete. goes up to 2017 because they've not declared a summer song of 2018 yet. Right. You can actually vote on that at Billboard right now. Hey, not a sponsor. Wait, but by the way, does voting matter? No, it doesn't matter. Okay, that's but all the then. songs are terrible. Just want to let you know. No, this year. No, in 2018. No. Have you gotten to see the list? We always think yes. that every year, though. Oh, 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 two, oh, sorry. I thought, I thought you meant I thought like the 2010s. No, all the songs now are just becoming awful pop. Wait, what was that? I heard Get Off My Lawn. What else did you say? <laughs> get Off My Lawn. The music's too loud. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. So our nominees from 2010 is California Girls by Katy Perry featuring Snoop Dogg. California Girls were unforgettable. Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. Party, Party Rock is in the house tonight. Call Me Maybe. Hey, I just met you, and this, this is crazy, but Ugh. here's my number, so call me maybe. I just didn't hear that song enough times. Uh, Blur Lines by Robin Thicke. Everybody get up. I know you. That's, that's Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that's close. <laughs> 
That's another song they ripped off. There you go. Yeah. Uh, fancy by Iggy Azalea. I'm so fancy. I'm ready now. Yeah. That was yeah. a lot of effort. You put heart into that one. I didn't care. Cheerleader by OMI. Cheerleader. It's not going to be one of our picks. Uh, that's funny. One Dance by Drake. That's almost it. Yeah, yeah right. That's, that song is lazy. I don't even know how to say this one. Despacito. 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 I totally know Despacito, but Justin Bieber, that the Justin words, Bieber got in know. trouble for doing that. <gasps> he did? Yeah, they got him filming. Like, Justin Bieber sings a song, but they got him, they filmed him doing it uh, live, and he didn't know the words, so he just went, blah, 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 blah. I don't know the words, so I just say burrito. And apparently people demanded an apology because he didn't speak Spanish. Oh, boo. Thanks, yeah. people. I'm offended by him as Thanks, well. Thanks, Internet, for getting offended by everything. It's more just that he's talking, though. I'm offended. Here's the thing, guys. Who dad? Despacito got the top summer song? Oh, 2017. Please. It's, it was big. Jake. No, no, I'm happy with that. I this didn't realize. ties the longest reigning number one of all time at 16 weeks. That sounds like you have a lot of research on that, Ken. Do you have this, a, is this your favorite pick? This topped the charts in 47 countries. This is your number one? It's this the is your first favorite? song in Spanish. Didn't I read the... I read the lyrics to you guys on Marco Polo once. That sounds romantic. Oh, you remember? did. <laughs> you remember that? You did. <laughs> yeah, totally did. It was just too much. Yeah, the translation anyway. Yeah. Like, look, I will go on record and say the past two decades have been pretty terrible for summer songs because yeah. I just don't like pop music very much. I'm okay with pop. It's just when it's like not summery, it's lazy. Yeah. But Despacito has such a nice I... beat. I don't even know what the words mean, but it doesn't matter. You do, because, because I read be, them to means, you. Okay, it just my, my daughter asked me. Okay. So everyone I read there, the words to you. Yes. Fans. You should have remembered. My, my daughter my, my ten year old daughter said, Hey, what is this song saying? And I said, Um Despacito means slowly. That's all you need to know. Just take things slowly and easy. Oh that's yeah, all that's you need to know. Me. Look at the translation everybody. It's really pretty funny. No, don't. <laughs> but this song makes you want to dance. This song dance gives you a coastal vibe. I mean, clearly oh, yeah. they put seagulls in there, but it gives you the coastal vibe. And this is straight up summer for this day. Oh, yeah. You it know, will not be beat. You know, this is played on like every cruise ship that goes down to Cancun. Oh, like, I bet it gets really annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So what did you pick, Joel? Um, my pick. Oh, my pick is is total and utter pop. But I really enjoy it. And Party I, Rock Anthem? Huh? I think this is this also is one of my favorite songs on the list. Oh my gosh. I didn't this think you'd crazy. go that low. This was my honorable but mention here's for my best. Number. Oh man, you, this song <laughs> is so maybe. happy. And I thought I thought that Carly Rae Jepsen was some teeny bopper. One hit wonder. She was like, like 26 when she She was 26 when she recorded yeah, this. Yeah. That was insane. Well, it's a pretty simple song for a 26-year-old. Well, no, that's, I mean it's like she that's she was so shocking. You know why this song became popular though? It's like do you have any life experience at all? No. 26-year-old? Justin, Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez were on a trip in Canada and this song was on the radio. They put it on their social media being like this is like the catchiest song ever. She got famous because of a social media post from Justin Bieber. That's how uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe, became a hit. Because they don't have internet in Canada. So but this reached the, the songs here. This reached the number one in Australia, Canada, Czech Republic, Denmark, Finland, France, Hungary, Ireland, Luxembourg, New Zealand, Poland, Slovakia, Switzerland, and the United Kingdom, and the United States. Mine has 47 countries. This is insane. <laughs> and it caused summer to happen wherever it goes. They sing Umbrella, Rain Happens, Despacito, Slowly <laughs> Summer Comes. Slowly Summer Comes. This, I mean, this has sold so much worldwide sells as over 18 million copies it is the fourth fourth best-selling digital single of all time 
And this is, I don't know. I just, I love Call Me Maybe. And it's weird. No, look. I shouldn't love it, but man, I love this song. It makes me so happy. Hold on, though. Can I just double check? Did you guys hate the song when it came out? Because I hated it. No. Yeah. I truly hated it. And now I look back with fondness. It's the weirdest thing. And it's I will sing the song. It's an earworm, though. It's a stupid earworm. earworm. Oh, You're it's totally a total right. earworm. Were, were we working together at this point? Yes, we were. Oh, yeah. That's why I have such fond memories of this song. Aw. Us singing yeah, it together as we're going out to lunch. But uh, so, yes, let's get on to that. Now that we're on the happy, happy, let's talk about the so stupid the and dumb. final alternative pick. No, no. Final no, worst. Worst, worst. That's what I meant. Worst. Final, final worst, worst pick. pick. Can, can forget that time. That time. Okay, here we go. Ready? <laughs> we talk. Oh. This song just makes me bored. Is this Cheerleader? No, this is One, one Dance, dance yeah. by Drake. No, seriously. Like, he talks about... Drake, Drake talks about having a Hennessy cognac in his hand all the time, but I'm pretty sure he took an Ambien because it sounds like he's mumbling in his sleep through the whole song. Like, the, there's a girl that sings that's kind of okay. But the beat's not bad. No, it's not bad, but it's just, man, it just goes nowhere and it's just repetitive. And his voice, and Drake, I, I don't understand Drake. Get off my lawn. I don't understand Drake, but... He's Canadian. He's so auto-tuned. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. He's auto-tuned he's and he mumbles oh. and I, I just don't see, I don't see the allure. Neither. And I just want to read some of these lyrics. Strength and guidance, all that I'm wishing for my friends. Nobody makes it from my ends. I had to bust up the silence. You know, you got to stick by me. Soon as you see the text, reply me. I don't want to spend time fighting. We got no time. Can you just do that for like an entire show and I'll put music to it? <laughs> Let's do the Al Gore voice next for Drake. Yeah, silence. I don't want music for my friends. Nobody makes it from my ends. That's here's, what it is. Here's the thing, Joel. That's a rapper that has staying power. Drake is a big deal. You may not. See I can't why. name any of his songs except for that. The uh, the uh, call me on your cell phone one. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it. <clears throat> Mercy kill. No. <laughs> what is the name Hotline of it? Hotline bling. There it is. Thank you. Mercy kill. More like. But he is a rapper that has like street cred, and I'm going to say street cred that way. Canadian street cred. I have a rapper. <laughs> yeah. It's much higher with the conversion rate. <laughs> I have a rapper that is the most tacky or fancy. Tacky by Weird Al Yankovic. I hate this. You hate Handy by Weird Al Yankovic? Song. We're not talking about Weird Al, Joel. <laughs> First, I'm a craftsman. <laughs> I hate this song. And Iggy Azalea, the Australian white rapper who is like an albino, should not be singing this Nothing song. Nothing against albinos. <laughs> Love you guys. I'm going to basically one. But I think this song is just so tacky. It makes me want to stick like a pen in my ear. But it was number one for seven weeks. And are you really ever walking around going, I'm so fancy? I do. Joel. Joel. I do. After listening, I, no, this song got stuck in my head because of Charlie XCX. It's not because of Big Azalea. It's because of Charlie XCX where she's that hook that I'm so fancy. I actually like the hook. But whenever Iggy comes in, I'm like, I'm going to go back to Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. I no. can glue that. Glue that. I can screw that. Screw that. Even I'm so handy. This is the beat. <laughs> dun, dun. It's the worst. Yeah, I'm surprised neither one of us picked blurred lines. You guess it's talking about or word crimes by Weird Al Yankovic. My goodness, here's I think that's what Weird Al does. He goes to the same list we found, and he's like, "That sounds like this." Yep, and then he gets permission. That's great. But yeah, good on him. There's our worst. I don't like any music from this era that is this popular. Really, but this song. This is your alternative pick. Yes. 
comes from a very successful album. And this is the last last two picks and here. This yeah, the song, last alternative pick from the list. This song is so overplayed in 2013. So overplayed that I shouldn't like it. But Didn't make number one, but it should have. It's really curious. It's the third song that year. Oh, yeah. Get Daft Lucky Punk. by Daft Punk and Pharrell. Oh, yeah. Man, this Pharrell, one, Pharrell was a lot of songs. In yeah, he was. So this, this was top 10 in charts in 32 countries. And by the way, one of the highest selling songs of all time, 9.3 million copies for this single. Wow. The, yeah. the whole album is great. Daft Punk is fantastic. This song is not my favorite on the album, but man, you can't help but think Summer for this song. Yeah. No, it's it's actually a really good choice. I didn't even think about it. It's that got one. a great vibe. And I, for me, like of this bad decade, that's a shining light. So what about you, Joel? So my alternative pick for 2010s is a little poppy with a little bit of an edge. What? Yeah, Joel, come on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Joel. <laughs> this is this is I thought, is this a Joel twist. No, this is a this is a mashup that I listened to probably more than I should. Did you just find a funny YouTube video and you decided to play it? On no, the this show? this is this is I've had this for a long time actually. This is uh, "Call Me a Hole" uh, by, will not. by Palm Dieter, and it's a mashup of "Call Me Maybe" and "Head Like a Hole" by yeah, Nashville. I've heard this one. I've heard this one. It's amazing to me how they mash up so well together. Yeah, it's but it's good. not that's not my pick. But I just wanted to bring that up because as I was listening to "Call Me Maybe," I'm like, I like "Call Me Maybe," but man, "Call Me a Hole" is so much more fun. Playing tricks on us. So remember, look up "Call Me a Hole" by Palm Dieter and what was the other one I said? Oh yeah, "Umbrella" by the Baseball. Be careful how you pronounce "Call Me a Hole" <laughs> on Google. No, and my 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 pick is gonna annoy Kent because it was definitely overplayed and from one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But this song what? is some pure pure sugary summery oh, happiness. No. Squeakle <laughs> from Trolls. Yep, you hate Trolls. I do hate Trolls, but this song <laughs> it is very summery. You've got a point. It's summery. Yep. Why don't you just pick the Minion song? Someone. <laughs> Simmons can sing this if you want. <laughs> no. In no. the show. Yeah, you're only like one note off of that. Actually. Yeah. But I yeah. just, I, I want to bring this up because someone put up a quote and I feel like it's exactly how I feel about this song. They said, if Friday had a sound, it would be Justin Timberlake's Can't Stop the Feeling. And I totally feel that way. The music is, the music video, the real one, not the one with the trolls, but the real right. one. So happy. And this song is just summer. Like, and I feel like this one could definitely be one of the best of the decade. You think? I think because it, it was a huge hit. Like it was nominated for Academy Award. Tons of downloads. People love it. And it, it, I think this one's got staying power as in you're going to hear this at a lot of summer parties and to get the people on the dance floor. I think for some reason, like it's a good song, but I think the movie it's based around taints it because I feel like it's a kid song. It kind of does. It, like it, it totally genre changes it. Yes. Because oh, it's, of a, it's a terrible, kids. terrible, horrible movie. But no, it's a nice sounding song. It's not a terrible, it is. terrible, horrible movie. It is a terrible, Just terrible, horrible movie. Listen to him. He's right. Okay. It's it's one. Of, I think Do your kids still listen to the show? Would yeah. they be pretty sad about that? Nah, they've heard me say it before. Okay, <laughs> poor kids. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, but this song, I feel, I, I think I, I like it because I knew it well before I ever saw the movie. And then when I saw the movie, I'm like, I hate that it's attached to Kenton it. Kenton still likes it better than Pixar movies, though. Yeah. Uh, nope, stop that. Um, <laughs> I'm actually, I, I'm pretty averse to Justin Timberlake. I don't like JT very much. What about In Sync? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm better with In Sync. Okay, in fact, when save it for In Sync show, our karaoke show, I'll get into a little. Okay, all right. But that's it. That's our list. We did it. We did it. Now we want you to go and and look at check out our Spotify playlist. Pick your best for each decade because we did go through year by year and pick the number one for each of those. That's fifty eight songs you get to listen through. It's about three hours and fifty minutes of awesome music. <laughs> Just about, or specifically, well, about two yeah. hours of awesome music and about an hour or fifty of maybe less awesome. Exactly. Music. 
but yeah, yeah really fun stuff. We, we hope you enjoyed this uh, summer song hit and that you're going to be able to listen to these songs and enjoy your summer as well. Cause we're going to keep making shows. We don't get a break during the summer. And apparently we're doing like 90 more music shows that yeah. we promised. Yeah. <laughs> Is that all? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's all for us. Um, if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with Quickwits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. I'm on Twitter uh, at Jacob A. Rogers. Uh, you can also go find all of us uh, at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. We'll interact and talk with you there. Go to our Facebook page and go to... Our uh, merchandise store is tpublic.com slash bacon sale. Yes, it is. You can get summer teas there if you want. You're and a bumper a summer sticker. Tease. And leave us a review on iTunes as well. We love, we love seeing your reviews on iTunes. And we love seeing the feedback that we get it's there. It's been a while since we got a good review on iTunes yeah. or a review. Give us a review because it helps us become more visible <laughs> to other people. Because we had a good review. The last 25 <laughs> have been terrible. Yeah. And guys, I, I, I mean, I don't want to end the show on a downer. I don't really want to bring the show down. Seeing as how we've had so much fun today, but I, mm-hmm. I have to confess that... Mm-hmm. Whenever we stop recording and the show ends, sometimes I wonder what I'm going to do. Because there ain't no cure for the summertime blues. I went a little feminine on that one. Restraints. <laughs> so mainstream. I think going to sleep maybe code for something else. Yelling it with your boys. Mm-hmm. What, what does Jeep? that mean? With your boys. In the Jeep. Right, right around my your boys Jeep. in the Jeep. I used to impress the ladies with that. Got Tourette's. I'm your shadow dancer, <laughs> dancing for money. I, I, I killed Kent with facts. <laughs> what? <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Did not see that coming. None Beat. of these songs are really about having fun. The yeah. original album of the show. Oh, yeah. Wait, what's... we're not talking the squeakle here. No one's talking about the squeakle. <laughs> Why'd you even make me say squeakle out loud? You've said it three times. Oh, squeakle. Oh, if I stay here without you, darling, I will die. I'm so not hipster here. Don't bring up the Mothman, Joel. <laughs> That's West Virginia lore. Touch if you will, my stomach. <laughs> Feel how it trembles inside. <laughs> this makes you just want to run on a beach in short shorts and high five your best friend. Yeah, so Jake, you gave me a throat thing. I learned how to play the one piano. What, why did you wink at me like that? I'll Joel, please don't. <laughs> Kelly Osborne did it better. <laughs> yes! Yes, King! Boys! <laughs> boys! Oh, boys! Oh, not again. The boy is mine. He's mine. He's mine. He's mine. Oh, no, no, he's mine. Oh! <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> I wish there were a lot of Christian love. It's family friendly. Dump him, ladies. Well, sure. He's a scumbag. I am going on record and I'm yeah, saying Puff tacky. Daddy killed Notorious B.I.G. Whoa! <laughs> I kid you not. Desecration! It's getting hot in her, so take off all your clothes. Coats. Oh, coats. Take off all your coats. coats. Yeah, what does Weird Al say? Yeah! No clouds in my stones. Please bless so we get moisture. I'm like, why is that? Oh, crap. <laughs> you can't believe we please use that. We it was so innocent. It was so innocent. Where are we going to cut it? <laughs> and then we'll be like, uh-huh. <laughs>